Hello, hello. Welcome in. It's the PHNX Cardinals podcast, emergency podcast style here on a football Friday. I'm Johnny Venerable. He's Bolt Brock. This is your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five star. Uh, I'm not into labels. I'm not into designations. What the hell is going on with the Arizona Cardinals and their franchise quarterback? We're going to talk about all that, but we do have to highlight, despite Quote, Jonathan Gannon saying, Bo Brock, Kyler Murray's 100% healthy. He's doubtful for the Ravens game with a knee. Where do we start? Yeah, the, uh, the injury that happened in December, right? That he's been rehabbing for months now since, you know, he had the surgery in January and got back from a week from Wednesday, right? And he's been back now at practice two weeks. He's got six practices under his belt. And it is strange. You know, you get the designation and, and Howard Balzer kind of telegraphed this, that he's going to have to have a game designation or, you know, it kind of forces the Arizona Cardinals' hand as far as what which direction they have to go with Kyler Murray. But the doubtful designation at least keeps them from having to activate him come tomorrow, a day before their matchup with the Baltimore Ravens. But, like, what can you do? And, and I think that this falls more onto the shoulders of the NFL with their new – you know, players coming off injury lists, protocol, and what you're allowed to do, what you're not allowed to do uh, throughout the week of practice that have really muddied up the waters and in, in kind of created this, this ability for maybe a coaching staff and organization to, to try to use it to their advantage competitively. Like what they were to, to kind of let teams omit an injury or participation designation on Thursday. And that's the day, right? Yeah. Um, it, it just kind of makes things, it, it just, of course, teams are going to try to utilize that to their advantage as silly as that is, because, you know, I, t- I just talked about it with Espo on the PHNX podcast. And I talked about it with you on our audio only is like Baltimore is a really good team, especially defensively. You think that's really going to throw them for a loop, but like, what can you do if, if Jonathan Gannon is speaking hundred percent truth here, where he says, Kyler didn't show up on Thursday on with a with a participation designation because he's fully healthy. So how how is there any sliver of a chance? Like does he does he get himself into the lineup as a doubtful player going into Sunday? Doubtful means twenty five percent. Questionable yeah. is fifty fifty. I think as the NFL classifies it. What's unfortunate? I we talked about this off air. The Cardinals, fair or not, are are trying to mess with Baltimore. They're messing with their fan base more so. And not the football people, but just this whole notion that back at practice yesterday, like, and we'll share some news on this show. Like, he had a phenomenal week of practice, I'm told. Like, of course, what you see from our our Twitter accounts, Bo Brock crushing it on the reg. He completed a long pass to Hollywood Brown. He had a sensational week of practice. Like, he, he, in my opinion, based on kind of what we're hearing through the tea leaves, like, is clearly above and beyond like what Josh Dobbs can give them potentially. But they are so staunchly committed, it it appears, to their timeline that they said that I think Kyler did his best to try to force the issue this week. We know we we shared some insight. He's pushing to play. I think they're going to dig their heels in, and I think they are digging their heels in with this whole thing. And it makes matters worse because you know that the fan base is fired up. This team's one in six. And then everything that came out of JG's press conference this morning was leaving the door open. We'll see instead of just outright saying, yeah, he's probably not going to play. We're going to give him another week or so. Why are they giving him another week? 
so they can get him more comfortable in the offense. That's what they're doing. It has nothing to do with his injury. If he's 100% healthy, but they have to manipulate this, this whole situation, as you mentioned, it's an issue with the NFL. Like, how can you be, and we put this in the tweet, and you said this before the show today to me, how can you be 100% healthy and then be off the injury report and then subsequently doubtful the next day with a knee? Like, that's not why he's not going to play this weekend. He's not going to not play if he doesn't play the 75 out of 100% chance he doesn't play because of his knee. It's because they don't want to throw him out there against Baltimore. They want to give him more time in this offense, which is fair. You ought to just be able to say that. And, like, somebody ought to be able to say that a week ago, two weeks ago, because, again, like, I scoff at the notion that Baltimore is looking at this saying, yeah, we got to prepare for both quarterbacks. They know. Come on. That, like, you're only hurting this fan base by doing this, in my opinion. And I hate that for this fan base. They got five wins in the last calendar year. And you got social media efforts and, and this, that, or the other ta- talking about, check this out. We'll see. Look at this highlight. Ooh, emoji eyeballs. And it's just like, come on, guys. We know Joshua Dobbs is playing this weekend at State Farm Stadium. He's not playing this weekend. It's, it's, we're, we're in two weeks. It's not my favorite thing they've done in the moment. Can I just say that? Are, are we taking him off the table for Sunday? Are, are, are we going with, so you're telling me there's a chance, dumb and dumber, Lloyd Christmas style? I mean, th- this is just the, their last ditch effort at a smokescreen, right? Like just leaving the door ajar. Yeah. Like, come on. I, it really is. It is strange. Like I, I would have thought, and I told you, like I said this last week, that the temptation to, to put him out there was going to be, I mean, almost unbearable. I'm sure for a team that that's struggling and staring down, you know, their fifth straight loss against a tough, tough offense in, in Lamar Jackson and in an even tougher defense. When you look at it in major statistical categories, I mean, they're yeah. right there at the top of every every number. So it's uh, it, it really is just kind of maybe you just got to be patient. You just got to wear it for. But it like bees in the chat saying, what competitive advantage is this giving them? Come on. Does anybody is anybody buying this? You you quote tweeted Jarm Hallbar saying like we'll see. The Ra- come on the Ravens aren't buying this BS. And like I the Gannon and company they can do whatever they want. But I just I feel like again we talked about it in our audio only podcast last night when Kyle Murray got hurt two years ago and there was questions about whether or not he'd return when he'd return. Colt McCoy's playing well. They didn't do this stuff. They they're teasing a return that's not going to happen in my opinion this weekend, which I think is just. It, again, it's not the football people's fault, but the fan base is is frustrated because you look at the landscape of how this has been handled, and subsequently, you he's 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 healthy and ready to play. They wanted to give him two weeks. He's had you know two weeks of of prep, not two full weeks on the practice field, but it's it's a little disheartening. And again, it's probably gonna be a non-story in two weeks when he plays against Atlanta. But like I'm gonna tell you right now, if he doesn't play this weekend against the Ravens. He'll have a questionable designation against the Browns next week. He won't play against the Browns. That's what will happen. If if I can I put this in perspective though, I mean, if this yeah. is just a plan all along, right? And, and we're I'm just sure gonna it is. use that. And, and you still say, well, poor us fans. You, you just think it's it's unfair. I mean, it's it's Don't frustrating. You think they're paying for the sins of their predecessors. I mean, people are pissed off because. They haven't seen good football for far too long here in the right. Valley, like consistently. They haven't. I mean, yeah. since 
since Bruce Arians left this organization, it was it's been a it's been a train wreck for the most part, right? I mean, you haven't had consistently something to, to root for each and every Sunday outside of number one in his jersey out out there making plays. Um, but it, people, you know, th- they're they're revved up for hitting the reset button back in January, moving off Cliff Kingsbury, obviously moving off Steve Kime, who unceremoniously resigned, right, and, and bringing in a, the mind that we've seen so far from Monty Austin Fort and, and the guy that's. It's a culture changer so far in Jonathan Gannon and what he's brought to the table so far. That's exciting, right? But like we're gonna get bent out of shape because they decided to, you know, mark him as full participant and then not a designation, and then he's doubtful. Like, are we are we really that like we we've come we've got to the end of our rope that much as a fan base? Are you are you talking to me? Are you basically calling me out? Is that what no, you're no, saying? No, no, I'm talking. That, that you're not the it only. Feels like one. It feels very personal. No, here, no, no. I'm, we're having a conversation. After, we're, I'm going from two different sides of here. I, yeah, I'm trying playing, to cover it from Mr. all angles. No, I'm not. Tone the line, Mister Four Hundred One K. I'm speaking <laughs> from the people, and I. This was like, this was like, you know, one of those incidents where you can see it coming a mile away. Reading the tea leaves earlier this week, and the social media material that was out there not from this show it just revving up a return that we always felt like was unlikely and then thursday came along and he's off that and there are people associated with the cardinals that want you to know he was off that like don't get it twisted like this hey look at this this is happening here on a thursday and then you have a press conference this morning and i love jg saying all the right things and it's oh yeah he's doubtful it's just like, come on, that, that that's disheartening for Cardinal fans. This is a Cardinal fan show. Pull up a bar stool, hang out at the bar. Let's talk Cardinal football. Cardinal fans, I would largely assume, are disappointed with how this has transpired this week. No knee brace, no com- compression sleeve, has crushed it, has absolutely crushed it in practice. Subsequently, we've seen what Joshua Dobbs has not done on game day. And I put out a piece today. Kyler's got to win games. Let's go. Push him out of the the Caleb Williams, Drake May situation. You've got all the incentive, I think, to play him this weekend. And they're going to hold back. And kudos to them. Like, to your point, if you have a plan and by hell or high water, you stick to it. I'm going to tell you right now, if if that's really what they're doing, then that tells me they have more of an incentive to keep Kyler Murray than I thought. Because they said, we're going to do right by you, Kyler. You're always in our future. This is this is the path we're going to follow. Instead of throw him out there, let's see what he can do. If he's damaged goods, we'll move off of him, right? But eight games, not as many as 10 games, right? 10 games, if you include Baltimore and Cleveland, that gives them more opportunity. They, they're telling you they don't need that. We're good. We're good with Joshua Dobbs. Joshua Dobbs is, is going to you know enter week eight. Don't you think you've learned enough about Joshua Dobbs at this point? Isn't there enough of a of a sample? So what you're saying, play Clayton Tune? No, 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 no. I'm just you've learned what you've needed to learn about Joshua Dobbs at this 100%. point. Entering Week Eight, you're like, right. great I backup mean, can backup. start you a couple yeah. games. Yeah, yep. It's like, great thank job. You, thank you for your service. Uh, you know, weeks two through four. Man, I'll never forget those. But man, I want to forget the weeks after that, and and probably the next two weeks when he's going up against these these 2023 elite defenses in Baltimore and Miles Garrett and Cleveland on tap. But I, I think that there's, they, they understand like this is going to be enough. We're, we're going to be, I think they, they already have a, a pretty good idea of who Kyler Murray is. Tommy saying Kyler's not in football shape. Absolutely. It's a huge part of it. It's a huge part of it. 
Um, you know, six mm. practices on his belt, he he can be he can be dominating if 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 if, if, if that's true. But yeah, still got to be out there in football shape. Still going to have to play. You know, ideally, you know, sixty to seventy snaps. It's asking a lot against. It's a a really really good defense that's that's coming to town on, on Sunday. Yeah, I I can tell you definitively. Like they know deep down, Kyler gives them a better chance to win this weekend, and and they are willing to kind of sacrifice that for two that's more. That's the weeks. toughest thing. I think that's the toughest thing. Like when Monty Austinfort stands up there uh, at the dais in training camp and he says, "We will not hesitate when he's." mentally and physically this this is the big flashing lights of hesitation today or this was always the plan sorry to interrupt i think that's what the latter is but i I would like you know when they talk about on the 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 type of player they want that's adaptable isn't like okay the guy that you had in place the bridge that you had to kyler murray it's collapsing right now and joshua dobbs you know what, what are we talking about here like what do you really think that this is this is like he's not ready to where it would be counterproductive? And and that's got to be the part of the conversation. Right, that's got to yeah. be a big part of it. And that tells me that they want Kyler to succeed because they want him to be part of their plans long term. So that you should Kyler and I saw Jessica saying, but what if he wants to play? He wants to play. He wants to play this week. Guy, like I don't, I don't like. I don't think it was realistic at any point for him to play against Seattle. I'm sure if you asked him, he could say like, "Yeah, I'm a competitor. Throw me out there." But like he he's picked this up, I think, way faster than they anticipated, Bo. And he looks fantastic. And that give them credit because I was on this podcast saying, let's do week one. Let's do September. Let's do early October. And they waited. And I think, again, the window of two to three weeks subsequently coming off of Pup, a lot of people connected the dots and said, let's do Baltimore. Like, I have no doubt that the, the score would be closer, barring, God forbid, another injury if Kyler Murray plays this weekend against the, the Baltimore Ravens. But they are they clearly do not want to take that chance with a, with a player that seemingly they have a lot invested in, in their future. And so, like, nobody, it's difficult because nobody wants to be 1-7 after this weekend, 1-8 after Cleveland. And I understand that. I sympathize with that. But they're talking big picture. And it's the same big picture where you cut DeAndre Hopkins. You're trading away. You're cutting Myzay Sanders and Isaiah Simmons. They don't fit your culture. Cardinals are better are better team subsequently with a lot of those players on the roster. But to your point, the rebuild, not being for the faint of heart, this is fair or not, this move right here is part of the rebuild. This, this is not for 2023. This is for 2024 and beyond, I think, right now. So it does kind of fit with all of their messaging. That's why we always have to be careful. Your point about Austin Ford saying we won't hesitate. Believe what they do based on their actions. Don't believe what they say. And I say that about all NFL franchises. That's not specific to the Cardinals and Austin Ford and Gannon. But like we can't, you can't take anybody at face value. They don't want to give any insider strategic advantage to any of this stuff. What they're telling you right now is we're going to take our time activating him. You guys need to wait on us. Like, and, and anything else, this gamesmanship, it's not for the fans. It's not for all of you. Like, the team may try to get you excited about that. This is for Baltimore. This is for John Harbaugh. This is for their defense. That's it. Yeah. No, it's some great points. I mean, uh, I, I think that this this team, as far as where they, they have a pretty damn good idea of who Kyler Murray is as a quarterback. Like, 100%. When they got in here and they, and they hatched this plan, for him in his rehab and how he'll come back 
and you know what they've seen and how it looks on practice and you know we we heard this from from Jonathan Gannon today it, this is what Jonathan Gannon how he broke down Kyler Murray as far as how he's looked on the practice field his hand uh, he's explosive getting out of the pocket uh, he's accurate got good command of the offense right now and um, he, he threads the needle pretty well on some certain throws that, that, that's got to get you pumped up and then then you then you look at the actions of the organization and he's he's doubtful unlikely <laughs> to play right it's it's strange it really is it, it was like it, we we really had to like it, it was tough getting the answers out of JG today. That was that was like that was 15 seconds. Said the ball's coming out of his hand, great. You know he's accurate. He's threading the needle. Um, you know he's got command of this offense, which I think is the biggest key from there. Uh, you know it, it was tough because everything else is like, is he going to be activated on Sunday? And he said by Sunday, and he said we'll see. How important in the next couple of days? They're important. You know, <laughs> uh, it's it was tough. I mean, it was. It, <laughs> Far I mean, less. It was different. trying to get. It was trying to get like my two-year-old to eat right now. It was like it, it was just. It, it wasn't happening for the most part, and or at least meals we cook for him that aren't chicken nuggets. It was. It was Dino tough. nuggets, bro. Yeah, Come I mean on, that's it. You can't nuggets. eat it for. You can't eat it three meals a day. So it, it was. But then to hear that and then to match it up with things that that you've heard, you know, it it's gonna be exciting when it happens. It, did we save ourselves from from them prematuring prematurely deploying them though that that's a conversation too yeah because we're sitting here doing the post game show and he tears his hamstring sunday or god forbid he sprains his shoulder or he looks like shit against yeah. a good defense i to me though i don't like i don't know if that happens i i based on what i've heard Danny about, dimes looked really good against this cardinal starting defense you know, like Joe Burrow and his squad <laughs> were struggling. <laughs> like a lot of quarterbacks. I mean, have looked good against this Baker, defense. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, uh, I I exactly, think exactly, Victor. Even if he struggled, Bo, I think anything is a positive. You got to call, call me a dumbass or naive. I think anything would be a positive if he, if he completed the game healthy. Because as somebody said in the chat, like live reps, let him play through a game, get through four quarters, like. If you feel like physically he can, he's capable of doing it, and you can put, and you can put a game plan together. I think a big factor of this we talked about off air. Like if James Conner it was active right now, I think there'd be a different conversation happening. And that again, that I, I put pressure on this franchise. They botched the, the RB two position. People are like, well, our running back De Mercado's ready. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> like this team wants to run the football, and they've got an undrafted free agent starting at running back, and he's a rookie. Like. That's different than having a, an experienced bell cow back that Kyler Murray can go do this to 25 times a game and 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 butt off that that pass rush, slow down that pass rush for Baltimore. That that that's not everything, but I think it's part of the equation. So Caboose, Johnny is speaking on behalf of the people. We are mad. We keep being told wait, but we keep losing. Yes, yes, different management, but we still see losses. Rebuild or not, we want to win. Same old Cardinals. It is frustrating in the moment. And I think Caboose, what I would take solace in is like Gannon and Osborne are doing this because they feel like it's the Cardinals' best course of action to win long term. And and so take you lose the battle to win the war. That's what the Cardinals are doing. And then we still got a game to play this weekend. Who knows? Baltimore could lay an egg, you know, please. And and Lamar Jackson sometimes is in the same quarterback on the road. But I I, I think of course you have a better shot with Kyler Murray playing. And people want 
hope and they want to be hopeful about this team mm -hmm. and they want clarity about this team. Mm -hmm. And the longer this goes without Kyler Murray playing and playing good football, then the longer you have to wait for that. And yeah. I also think fans are, are smart, especially our fans, the smartest. Let them knock the rust off against against two capable teams these next two weeks. Capable. And then, and then, 29 sacks leads okay, the league. Bro. Okay, that bro. Let, Josh really Dodds lit up Dallas's defense. It can happen. Let him. Let him. Dallas let isn't him even in the top five in sacks. Well, they're but they're a top defense. You know what I mean, smartass. So let him knock <laughs> off the rest these next two weeks, and then go into Atlanta. And it's oh, let's hit the ground running for these next eight games. The longer you wait, <laughs> the the more you have to adjust. The more you have to adapt. So I, it, for me, it's just it's I'm more disappointed for the fan base than I have been in a long time because I. We saw how this week was trending and going. It's like, uh-oh, people people are getting excited. Well, who's the main culprit of trying to get them excited? I think you guys know. And it's a little unfair. That just doesn't make you feel good as a Cardinal fan sometimes. Who's the main culprit? No, I'm not, we're not going to talk about it here. I think, the, I think the team has played a part in this as well. Audrey, I agree. Want him to come back? Connor back. That would be ideal. Yeah, have his RB1 back there. Really have the conflict of a defense. Are they going to run the ball? Are they going to go through six? Or are you going to see play action? Are you going to see Tyler show off his arm? Or is he going to use his legs? There's so many different things. Caboose, I think it makes a good point too here where JG sounds depressed. Let me, I'll, I'll kind of add, I'll, I'll piggyback this. I don't see him smiling anymore. He was so much happier at the beginning of the season. Something one and wrong. six Look, will do that. They're, to you. they're one and six. They are like he came in in the press conference today, smiling, joking, you know, about how Josh won for of ESPN snuck in right before the the opening kickoff there, the press conference, busting <laughs> his busting his chops, and then also talking about the Diamondbacks. But it's like Johnny venerable in his in his life until you ask him about his fantasy football team. It's okay, all bro. smiles. <laughs> Let's move on to real stuff. We don't need to talk about my fantasy team. Exactly. This my is, point this is, is just this is, serious, this is serious <laughs> shit, Bo. That, that's not serious shit. No one needs to know about that. Exactly. <laughs> but here, but also, also, like, they all knew what they signed up for. We watched yeah. this team gut this house to the studs this offseason to the point where everybody and their mom said they're going to go winless. Kyler Murray's going to sit out the season. This is the least talented team since the 2017 winless Cleveland Browns or whenever they went winless, the Detroit Lions circa 2008. And they've been competitive. And that's a testament to Gannon Austin Ford. But now it's like your, your <laughs> franchise quarterback wants to play and is 100% medically cleared, and they're not going to play him. Like, everybody's pissed off about that. You know, there's, I'm sure there's a large part of Gannon that's just like, let's just do it. Come on, let's go. Let's go. I want to get a win in front of my home fans. I want to beat Baltimore. I think we're playing well defensively. I think we can do it. Like, but I, the, there, what we say to begin this week, there, I, I'm sure there was a powwow session with the major players of this franchise saying, we got to avoid temptation this week. Yeah. We got to avoid all this out exterior noise. We have to stick to our plan. It's, it's hard, man. No one likes to lose. You think Gannon wants to lose? Of course not. He knows last week Kyler Murray plays and he's and he's healthy and ready to go. They beat Seattle. They probably beat Seattle by double digits, frankly, with how the defense played. Uh, I mean, the the temptation is unreal. It's like I say, I'm going to eat better. I'm going to exercise. And then Johnny calls me up. The Wing King calls me up and he says, "Let's go get it's 25 cent wings over at uh, at four No, Peaks you called me yesterday, <laughs> and this man, this fraud, was in the Popeyes, no. or not the Popeyes. The I'm sorry, the raising. <laughs> I'm making an analogy here. 
This isn't a real life scenario. No, no, you just had me bombarded. For those of you who don't know, on the PH Next Sports Podcast, talking shit about my fantasy team when I thought I was going to come on to talk about Kyler Murray. So this man calls me yesterday. He's getting a, a three-piece, you know, chicken tender meal from our friends at Canes. Can yeah. Canes is a sponsor on the show, by the way. I love Canes. Yeah, I love it. Let's do it. But yeah, temptation's all around you. That's what it is. It's like, I'm going to eat better. I'm going to exercise. Next thing you know, there's Canes rising up off, you know, 7th Street and Bethany home. The beacon. <laughs> and come on in. I know you're hungry. You haven't eaten all day. Just get a little three-piece. Just a three-piece. I'm about piece. to eat my feelings this weekend watching Josh out. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. I mean, give him, give him credit for, for sticking to the plan and realizing, look, this is the yeah. best course of action. What have we noticed so far outside of like this organization, outside of its record? Do you, don't you have more confidence in this organization, yes. the direction it's going? Yes, yes. So it's like, yeah, I, I know they screwed up the quarterback bridge to, to Kyler Murray back in they March. Did. Like they screwed that up moving forward with, with Colt McCoy as long as they did and having to give up a draft pick instead of just getting Joshua Dobbs in here, somebody else that can operate this offense in the meantime. Um, but for the most part, I mean, holding steady. Wait until you know they're on the clock during the draft with the third overall pick and trading out and getting a haul from from Houston, a historic haul for a pass rusher who's good. It's not generational, and and they've got you know they're set up for success this upcoming draft. So like I would say overwhelmingly positive reviews for this this regime. So I think they've at least at this point earned our trust. Why don't why don't we trust them for two more weeks? Yeah, I mean that's fine. I was prepared for him not to play this week on Monday. Like, go watch our show Monday. And it was a different tune. And then what happened Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday morning? They wanted everybody to believe he was going to play. That's hard for this fan base to endure. I'm not going to sit here and say, put up, be on my high horse and, and just be emotionless to the situation, call everybody dummies. You guys should have known since the beginning they weren't going to play him. The team wanted you wants you to believe he's playing this weekend. And for a fan base that has two home wins in the last two calendar years, that's that that's borderline irresponsible. Like, I get it. You want the strategic advantage with Joshua Dobbs. Sometimes you got to read the temperature of the room and just say, hasn't our fan base been through enough? I'm sorry. Like, th- this team has five wins in the last year. You have joined our program, Bo Brock, at PHNX. We have five wins since you and I have started doing shows together. Think about that for a second. Is that you me? Want everybody Is that to on look me? At these- Flashing strobe lights of Kyler Murray being 100% full participant, 100% healthy, not on the injury report, and then we f- pull the rug out for them. Like people are gonna be pissed off. I feel terrible for this fan base today. Me, just like Jonathan Gannon and Monty Osenfort, we shouldn't have to pay for the crap work that Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury did. Like a, you know what it, it is, look, it's, and it's I know a, it's it's tough to avoid it because the, just the the crappy predicament that they put them in roster wise organizationally, like as far as what the facilities, what, what, you know, how they were and how they weren't up to par as far as the rest of the NFL and the NFL PA grades. And there's just a perception of this organization coming in. I mean, it put them way behind the eight ball, but you know, we, we can't sit here and, and say, you know, how, how they operated and how few wins that they have over the last two seasons that it's on Monty Austinfort and Jonathan Gannon to to divert from their plan that's going to ultimately hopefully turn into positive consistent winning for this organization. Well, well I think it's the bad part of that though and part of it is people are cynical to what this 
organization, this franchise. They should be. They should be cynical. They should be skeptical. Like, they've been burned enough. Right. And plans to do with Kyler Murray. Because, again, what about all those reports before the season of they're going to sit him even when he's healthy? They were false. Okay. We know that. But for the uneducated or for the people who are skeptical, and you see this this week and he's healthy and he's ready to go and they're going to sit him this week and they're going to sit him next week, like people, people are going to just be like, well, that's it. People are going to come up with that conclusion. I have, I have an example that, that I can point to right now that to tell you that it's a bad idea for him to start this weekend. Okay. Joshua Dobbs week one of the 2023 season. About the same amount of practice time between when he got here and to familiarize himself with, with new playmakers and just he had familiarity just like Kyler would, like between the years, obviously, in Petsing's system, right? It was very similar to what he did in Cleveland. But we saw what that looks like when you don't when you don't have a whole lot of time with uh on, on the grass. I agree with that to, to some extent. I also think that's a product of Joshua Dobbs' limitations. I think it's it's reasonable to expect Kyler Murray to struggle his first game whenever that is. Against even against Atlanta. Like I see people in the chat with a tremendous point of like he could struggle against Atlanta. Then what are we doing? You know, Gardner Minshew put up 30 plus points against the Browns defense last week. Should have beat the Browns. Like this is the NFL. You know, if you if you feel like he's capable and, and confident enough to play and you're not worried about, and this might also be a factor. We're not we're worried about our supporting cast. DJ Humphreys looks like a sieve on the on the left t- tackle side. We have no left guard and we have no running back. That could be a problem. And I'm fine with him admitting that. But like I I think Win or lose, it's a positive step if he plays this weekend. And uh, nobody can disagree with that. Like, if he if he has, like, 60% completion percentage, a one-to-one touchdown interception ratio, like, people would be disappointed Sunday, and then they're just like, well, yeah, but let's go. Let's ramp it up this next week. Let's keep that snowball rolling. But I I, I think waiting for the sake of waiting, if that's what they're doing, could could be a mistake. I, I do. Not I th- waiting for the sake of waiting. They're not. B's K1 and Dobbs aren't the same stressor. I agree with that. But at, at this, I mean, football and playing the quarterback position and with all the variables that play into it, when was the last time, you know, Kyler took the field in the game? It was in December against the Patriots and it wasn't even in this offense. Like Dobbs at least had some sort of familiarity there. Like at least, like it's not going to be the same. Like Kyler's struggles are going to look different than Joshua Dobbs struggles and, and hopefully they aren't struggles to the point where, you know, he's costing them a win like Dobbs did in week one with the two fumbles. But do, do you want to deploy Kyler Murray when he's not ready? Just because, so you could potentially like, even if they had Kyler Murray in the, in the lineup on Sunday against the Ravens, like they're still going to be underdogs at home. Yeah. But, but here's the difference is when they play Kyler Murray, they're, they're moving toward, resolution they're moving towards certainty with with regard to what their plan is at the quarterback position and the more time you give him to allow them to make that decision and Kyler Murray to force the issue and reaffirm of what he is which is the franchise quarterback for this team like we've already seen that wins and losses while not irrelevant this year are not, maybe not the top priority if they if, if they were the top priority then they would have been more active in free agency they wouldn't have made some of the subtractions that they made but they told you when they stripped this roster down, this is an evaluation season. Well, you got you can't evaluate Kyler Murray, in my opinion, unless he plays football games. I know people, are, well, you'd see him in practice. You just said, 
he's carving up the practice, uh, the the Cardinal defense potentially during the last couple of weeks of practice. Daniel Jones did that week two. He's been maybe the worst quarterback in the NFL. You cannot evaluate Kyler Murray unless he plays games this year. And if 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 your concern is not we don't want to put him out there because he he might get injured with this supporting cast and needs more time, that's 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 the one excuse I'm willing to accept. He he's he's not ready yet because he doesn't know this offense and it could lead to him becoming injured again. Then don't play him. But if it's anything other than that, then I think that you're making a mistake. I think that he needs live reps, ammunition. Certainly gives you a better chance to win than Joshua Dobbs. But again, Cardinal fans, I think, will be much more patient. If he plays, they lose. Let's move on to Cleveland. Let's move on to Atlanta. Let's layer. Let's stack. We've got over half a season with Jonathan Gannon and Kyler Murray together. Let's go. I think it is really foolish to say, well, he's going to go against Atlanta because Atlanta's got a soft you know, team and that's a that's a nice landing spot. We don't know that. We don't know that definitively if that's going to be the case in two weeks. Atlanta plays Tennessee this week. Atlanta could be five and two, six and two by the time you play them at home. I mean, it just at the end of the day, there you just you got to rip the band-aid off at some point. And clearly they don't feel like that this weekend's the right time to do it. So I, I trust them, but it's how we got here has not been a smooth ride. Can we say that? Can we agree to that? Like this, yes. this, this specific week has not been has not been great. <laughs> He just drove off, drove off a bridge, and he said, "Oh, that didn't go that smooth." <laughs> so that's what you're comparing to. Uh, super chat, Z Professor, five dollars, Bo. It's about hitting the throws. Josh isn't hitting them at all. And then another super chat, back to back. Thank you, Z Professor, ten dollars total. I'd say if Dobbs was still confident in himself, was making throws and moving the ball like he was in the first couple of weeks, I'd be fine with with sitting K one. Absolutely, we talked about that yep. after the Dallas game. If he kept oh, and the San Francisco game, Bo, if he kept playing well, they'd be like, okay, we can evaluate. You are unwatchable right now, offensively, unwatchable. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, shut out in the second half last week, previous week. They, I think they were shut out in the second half previous week. They haven't scored since the third quarter against the Bengals. So what, two and a half, basically quarters of, of shutout football when they come out of the locker rooms. It, it's it's been brutal. It absolutely has been brutal. Uh, what's not brutal is obviously looking at BetMGM app this weekend, Johnny, <laughs> and and look what the what what nice little action you have from our friends over at BetMGM Sportsbook. Yeah, went a little cutie last night. No big deal. Ten paid out, uh, a little over sixty bucks. Sad gambling for me on a Thursday night football game watching Baker Mayfield, but he did make me some some coin. Don't be sad like me. Uh, get some free money for my friends at BetMGM. Bet ten, get two hundred dollars. Listen, if you if you want to bet the cards money line this weekend, but you you're you don't want to put your money where your mouth is, I get I got you an opportunity uh, that you want to take advantage of. Bonus go PHNX. Put ten bucks down, and you might be thinking, well, there's my ten dollars. How about two hundred dollars back, regardless, uh, and additional winnings if you win or lose. Again, ten bucks on. Baltimore, you want to say, I just want to win like a dollar because the Cardinals are a robust underdog. Baltimore doesn't pay out that much. You can go ahead and do that. But what you got to do definitively is download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Mm-hmm. Sign up with bonus code PHNX. $10 is going to get you $200 in additional winnings. Of course, we're at BetMGM Sportsbook every single away game at the Great Lawn at State Farm Stadium. We'll be there uh, a week from Sunday as the Cardinals I don't know if you know this, go to Cleveland to take on JG's hometown team of the Browns. But in the meantime, check out the show notes for full details. Now listen to my guy, Shane Diefenbach, talk about it in the disclaimer.
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Found some uh, just some statistics as far as how often doubtful players oh, end no. up in the lineup on Sunday. It's I mean you talk about twenty five percent. It's it's they're pretty eye popping. But also what's eye popping is our friends over at Soul Savvy. It's a new partnership that we have over at PHNX. Sign up soulsavvy.com slash PHNX. Download the Drops app. Why is it called the Drops app? Because Drops by Soul Savvy, the app, it makes it easier to keep up with the latest news, releases, raffles, and sales in the sneaker world. And it's your one-stop shop for everything sneakers. You don't want to miss out on the biggest sneaker drops and download that Soul Savvy Drops app today. They got the free raffle management. Keep track of all the raffles happen in the sneakers with their raffle tracker and also accurate release calendar to keep you up to date with the releases that are upcoming. Like if you want to get in on the Kyler shoes like a couple weeks ago, we had you covered over at Soul Savvy. The drop alert is going down. uh, I think tomorrow you got the Air Jordan 12 cherry drops those would look nice uh in your cardinals gear why not wear that new cardinals jersey with the arizona across it you got kind of like a cherry red with your cherry jordan 12s don't miss out on that get that drops app so savvy will notify you when it's dropping and download the app never miss a release Go to soulsavvy.com slash phnx and head over to the app store download the drops soul savvy app today Johnny um, got his sneaks for Cardinals games. It's red yeah. and black Jays. We have them one since I bought them. I need to burn them. Um, one against uh, the Cowboys. Oh, that's right. Get you were one and zero at one point. Couldn't now, lose. Now what are we? Now now what's happened? What's the statistics on? See, but like these statistics you're about to read. No, no offense, they mean nothing because Ky- Kyler Murray's okay. not hurt. I'll he's go not hurt. He's 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 100 healthy. These are for doubtful players who are hurt, who are who have an injury de- diagnosis or designation. He doesn't have one. He didn't have one yesterday. He's got one today on a Friday because it's a clerical error that they have to fill out, so he doesn't have to be active Sunday. But what's the statistic on doubtful? In a recent NFL season, uh, the statistics of a doubtful player of 207, eight played. It's about four percent. Yeah. Oh, nice job. Four percent. Smart. <laughs> so not one fourth percent, not twenty-five percent, which doubtful is but supposed see, to like, mean. Throw that in the throw that in the trash because it doesn't like <laughs> this situation applies to nothing ever in the history of the NFL. Like that we're we're in uncharted territory that a regime got a quarterback who just signed a contract who's a franchise quarterback, that the team also stripped down the roster, didn't extend him, didn't draft him, and there's two generational quarterbacks waiting next spring. And But you need to play the quarterback so we can win you out of picking in that position. It is unprecedented, Bees. We're in uncharted waters now. This is like fairy tale land. And so this week felt like, okay, well, let's go. Let's rip that Band-Aid off. And now we've gone back to the, the scary forest. You know, that's what it feels like. <laughs> we're back in the scary forest with the dragons and the witches, and we're trying to escape, and we hey, can't we got Bronny Venerable over here about to chop down some trees. Look at this guy. Feel I'll safe with Bronny Venerable. Quarterback, option quarterback this weekend. Let's go. <laughs> Doug Flutie style.
Yeah, I go, you like, oh, you see Lamar Jackson? Let me show you how to do it. Let me show you. How to sling this pigskin. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough time if Kyler doesn't play. I like Joshua Dobbs. I think he'd be a great backup. He's shown you he can be a great backup. The other shoe has fallen on, on and yes. you can't tell me, and you brought up this point to me. Did you bring this up or did I bring this up to you? I can't remember. Um Kyler Murray looking fantastic in practice. Ready to play, presumably. Wants to play. What do you think that, like, Michael Wilson, you know, Hollywood Brown, Trey McBride, these guys that are trying to help this team. Hollywood Brown, how many touchdowns has Joshua Dobbs cost him over the last couple weeks? These guys are just like, they're probably like, what are we doing? Can we we get this? And I'm sure the coaching staff is preaching part of the plan, big picture. We don't want to put him out there, get him hurt. That's really tough, man. That's got to be really tough for his teammates. That was a point you made to me this this offseason. Yeah. Why they wouldn't sit him because it's a bad message sent into the team. We are teetering on that point right now. So you gotta you gotta make a decision quickly here. Yeah. This this is uh the the cry, cry wolf factor for the Arizona Cardinals, yeah. right? They they can't they can't do what they just did this week with Kyler Murray again. Like they can't you know, oh, they'll do it next week against Cleveland. Don't Brady looks, you know, he's he's threading the needle, he's got command of the offense, he's another weekend. You know, we'll see. And then he's doubtful again against another team. Like, I would say this has a max of two times, right? I mean, Cleveland, I, in, unless like the players in that locker room, like already know what it is. But to, to your point, like they probably do. Like, hey, I'm trying to go get paid. I'm trying to go. I, I've done everything everybody's asked of me. Great point. What are you going to do for me? Like, and, and the players in that locker room know, like they, they understand what was said about this organization and, and they knew what the misconceptions were, but then it's like, then you'll like you feed into that. If you continue to hold back Kyler Murray, because he's, he's pretty much given you every reason to maybe pivot from your plan. And, and he's giving you an opportunity to upgrade at a position. And you're saying, uh, for the betterment of the future of this organization, we are going to, we're going to pass on that. And we're going to go one more week with Joshua Dobbs. That's that's a tough look, and and that's one that you could potentially lose locker rooms over. Yeah, I mean, you're you're costing. That's a great point. Hollywood money every time you do this. Somebody asks, he needs to play against Cleveland. Like I, I've been told like a long time ago, like two or three weeks when this first started, like it would be Baltimore, Atlanta. Like they do not want to play him against Cleveland. They want him to play at home. Cleveland's got turf issues anyway. They've got field issues. They've got the number one defense. D.J. Humphreys against Miles Garrett. I mean, it's tough. I know Indianapolis just had some success, but that was in their dome. I think that was that was at home. Uh, and Cleveland's on the road this week against Seattle. We'll see how they do. But, I, I mean, they, they want him to play at home. And, you know, it's I'm so disappointed for this for this fan base. And, again, it's going to be moot in two weeks when he, when he does play. But, I mean, like, what, what happens then? What happens if we're sitting – at Gila River, and we're talking to you. And Kyler Murray had a tough game against the Atlanta Falcons, and he throws two interceptions. Right, and Cardinals lose that game because the way it's being spun now, fair or not, is we're going to unveil him against Atlanta, and he's going to play really well because we waited all this time. Well, everybody better deliver on that. And I'm not really even talking about Kyler Murray. You're going to set him up for success to play him against the Falcons. Then I better see the best version of Drew Petz in that game. I better see the best version of this Cardinal team offensively than I've seen for the past six weeks where everybody's going to start to point the finger 
and say, you mishandled this. We should have ripped the Band-Aid off. He's a, he was 100% healthy two weeks ago. Knock that rust off against Baltimore. This is the NFL. Everybody gets paid. Everybody's got players, right? The Cardinals shut down the, the, the Seahawks last week with a marginal below average front seven. Every, any team can get after it on any given Sunday. The Cardinals held Dak Prescott to 16 points without Buda Baker. Like, I, I, I get it. The defense, the statistics, we want to go nuts about it. But, like, play the game. If you play your best players, if he's ready to play and it's about the team and it's about camaraderie and gelling as a unit and evaluating, then you need to play him now because you're putting, you're making things worse if you wait for the sake of waiting in two weeks. And I, and I know that's something that you've heard, you know, and it's been something that you've heard a couple of times and, and that Cleveland is, is off the table. But I'm wondering if this Herculean effort in practice, this clean bill of health, if, if it makes them pause and rethinks things next week, I would be shocked if he played would, against. Cleveland. I would. I mean, we would have been shocked if he started this Sunday. More, I would be are. more so shocked. More so shocked if he played against Cleveland than had he been active this weekend. I don't think they want any part of him having his first game back against Miles Garrett and and that those field conditions on the road. I don't think they want to do it at all. If it, if it's looking like it's going to be a sunny day in Cleveland. A week from Sunday doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That's that's my opinion. I'm happy to be wrong. I love is, is 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 you've been like kind of leading the charge for Cardinals fans. Like I, I would lead against that as as a mistake. Like you, you. I'm not saying that like, I would like, do all it. Of this. Like, hang on a second. If, I'm not if, saying if, I would do that. Right. I'm saying like that. I think that's what they're going to do. Yeah. I would play him this weekend. I know. Well, one in six, right? And and we've if if you we we probably were telling our listeners that there's a really good potential that they're going to be one in six. I wouldn't have never de- guessed at the time that Dallas was going to be the team that they were going to beat. For sure, I thought Washington or New York, right? But it, it always when you actually see it play out, it always you you can never anticipate the feeling like one in seven and potentially very humbling one in seven, depending on what happens this Sunday, like. And how good he's looked, and how bad Dobbs has looked. Like you have to be able be open minded to this. If 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 his week of practice this week did not force the issue enough to play him, I don't think I don't think it's going to matter next week. I think they're going to say everybody grit your teeth for another week. Plus, they're going to spin it PJ Walker potentially versus Joshua Dobbs. I, I told you this on our audio only. Joshua, let's give Joshua Dobbs a revenge game against the Cleveland Browns. Let's let, I know you're shaking your head. I would be shocked if Kyler Murray played at Cleveland. I would be Look shocked. At Nathan, next shocked. Sunday here in Ohio, it's clear weather on a natural grass field. No. Seems like a pretty con- conducive ele- uh, situation for somebody to make a debut. Z Professor, $2. Can we play K1 at the half, not a full game? Other no. media markets, or not markets, affiliates have kind of floated that. Bo and I are pretty much in lockstep. I think that would be a mistake. You play him, you commit to him. He's your quarterback. You, every series, every snap, every possession. This isn't preseason. If you if you want to do that, do a, do something in practice where it's live reps and you tack almost to the ground or something. I don't know. Yeah, that didn't happen. I mean, you'd have to you'd have have three quarterbacks active on your roster just to make sure that happens. You have to have them on your active roster. You have to release somebody. It's 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 a little bit. It's just dicey. And if 
you can't rely on an emergency quarterback at that point. Like if you've got Kyler as your backup, then he has to get hurt in order for you to be able to activate Clayton Tune potentially come in and play the game. And it's not, it's, it's probably the worst strategy I think you could deploy to get him ready. I think, and again, like it, this is probably coming off. Like I'm down on Gannon and Austin Ford. I'm not, I think like, I, th- I think they have immense job security, and rightfully so. I think Gannon has overachieved at times this year, and I think Austin Ford's done the right thing, which is desperately rebuild this franchise. But I f- I can simultaneously feel that way and also feel bad that Cardinal fans are being asked to endure this again. Like, uh, that you can play both sides of it here. Hey, this is this is probably the right decision long-term, but this is this is really shitty for these fans. And I again, I don't love What if Miles options. Garrett's not available next week for some reason? I don't know, man. You he won about that it? game by himself against the Colts. I know he did. They didn't play great defensively. I mean, Gartner Minshew yeah. and the Colts. And I think they're going to lose this weekend against Geno in, in Seattle. I don't think they're going to beat Seattle in Seattle this weekend. Uh, I, I just want this to be in a position where we can start evaluating Kyler Murray, the football player, again, so we can pivot off of the narrative that they're going to take a quarterback. But we can't do that like it or not until they start playing and he shows promise and they win some games. This is, this is, we did our draft podcast. Check it out yesterday. It went live. We appreciate the support on it. When you're picking one to three, you're in a, a situation in which you're going to have to consider those two quarterbacks and they will. Like, don't get it twisted. They will from a cost perspective, from a talent perspective that like Austin Ford is a shrewd negotiator and is a shrewd general manager and a businessman. And as much as they love Kyler Murray, Gannon has so much respect for K1. Like you, you gotta you gotta set yourself up for success. You set your families up. You don't want to move your family. You want to you want to get fired. You don't want to have it be some big embarrassment. Like you gotta you gotta notch notch it to the right business move. And if they find out that Caleb Williams, Drake May gives them a better chance to be successful for the next ten years, making no money for five of those years, they're going to consider that. I don't want to have those conversations though, Bo. But the only way that's going to happen, respectfully to Joshua Dobbs, is if they rip the bandit off, Kyler Murray comes back, and then they can take advantage of some of these games. Those guys are impressive prospects, and you're right. Tough conversation is going to be had. But the result of those conversations, I still feel like are unlikely that they're going to say, hey, this is a better option for us moving forward with all this draft capital, with all this cap space already. And in an idea of, in a quarterback that would be entering his second season in a system in Kyler Murray, like I still think that the incumbent here has the best chance of moving forward with this organization. I agree with you. Like regardless of where they are in the draft, like they could have one and two and, and they, they better have those conversations. I, I hope, you know, I think Carolina is going to be Houston this weekend. I think the Panthers are going to win at home this weekend. Why? What gives you confidence in that? I know I've seen that as a very trendy pick. I, I hope I so. Think, I want to fire up the money meter and, and I think, see the Texans tracker where he's smiling again. I think I would I would tell everybody right now. I I think there's a good chance we're sitting at the post game, respectfully on su- Sunday afternoon, and the Cardinals are tied for the first overall pick in the draft. And the conversation goes from we're like you 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 bust out the the signal the bat signal for Kyler Murray, or you or you're busting down Matt Ishby to find out where Caleb Williams is. As he's courtside at the Suns game, this it's 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 a, it's a tough time, man. This is just a, not the conversations Cardinal fans want to have at the beginning of November. This is the, you're in the this is the storm right now. We're in you the weather. This thing. This is slums. it. This is it. 
This this it doesn't get any worse than this, right? Unless he Kyler comes back he and lays it in. No, like I, fair or not, whatever tactic that was thrown out for Baltimore, like the Car- Cardinal fans were the were the casualty of that. Their emotional state has has never been more. Um, what's the word I want to use? Not sensitive, but we're in a very vulnerable position right now as Cardinal fans. We were watching David Blau play quarterback for Cliff Kingsbury's team last year. Yeah, but I, this is this is a different situation. This is different. <laughs> this team continues to lose. <laughs> and you're they dangling this. A, they were going off a waterfall in a rudderless ship. Like they no. They, it's been worse. B's saying, I feel like our you fan just base want hope. made it for so We were saying it earlier. People just want to be hopeful again. The Cardinals sold false hope this week, and I, I'm not, I don't love that strategy. Who this sold it? Not, no, we're not. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Who sold you know it? What I'm, Jonathan no, Gannon. Gonna go. is it, is, I'm going to give him some false hope this week. Everybody, everybody, no, no, no. Everybody in the chat knows exactly what I'm talking about. The Cardinal organization got people excited about Kyler Murray potentially playing this weekend. He's not going to play. And I just, like, again, like, I love the Cardinals, and I think they have great people there. I just don't love, I don't love how they handled this. Can I say that? I'm allowed to be critical. Yeah, I'm not setting the rules. But don't ask me to start calling people out by name. I don't want to do that. If I, like, because you and I oh, were I didn't, prepared. No, that's not what I wanted. I, you and I were prepared to come on Saturday's pregame show if he's active and say we were wrong and we'll eat a big shit sandwich. Happily, happy to do so. Mm-hmm. I want to be wrong about this. I don't think we will. But I'm not going to try to switch the narrative from for our benefit. We titled this show today. He's doubtful. We're not feeding false hope here. We're 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 talking with the fans of this franchise and this team about this has just been a really unfortunate week for this fan base to have something dangled in front of them. Yeah. Right. And oh, gone. Josh Dobbs. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. All right. Should we talk about this game? Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Before we do that, uh, man, what a what an emotional day. Yeah. The Cardinals need a hero, and I need some hero bread. Hero bread, 10% off with the bonus code PHNX <laughs> at Hero.co. Hero makes sliced bread, buns, tortillas that are available at Hero.co and on Amazon. What makes them better than the competitor you've used before? Well, use your favorite recipe to use them. I'm going to tell you right now, they're fantastic, and they give you a ton of fiber and protein for your diet. So I've been trying to... Trying to cut the carbs. I know it's hard this holiday season, but soft, fluffy, fantastic bread that's high in fiber. And how about this? Zero sugar. I was always amazed by buying bread from the grocery store. I'm like, this is healthy multigrain. It's got like 10 to 15 grams of sugar. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? But fewer <laughs> calories than the leading national brand, uh, brand uh, five to 10 uh, for the protein. So I love my favorite meal. I eat it almost every day. I take some bread, hero bread, and I put it in the toaster. I get a nice avocado. I do some avocado toast, and then I do some feta cheese on top of that. Ooh, chef's kiss. That's what I do. Maybe sometimes if I'm feeling frisky, I take a piece of um, a little piece of turkey, and then I put it in my griddle, and then I put that on top as well. <laughs> it's how I'm how I'm enthused and ready to go. Um, but I'm ready to go right now with some hero bread because they're offering our listeners 10% off their first order. Just go to hero.co.co co and use the bonus code PHNX. To save on Hero Bread today, they're my hero fighting my fight against those bad carbs and sugars. Hero Bread, let's get some. Hero.co, save 10% off with PHNX. 
Yeah, let's also talk about a great deal. Best place to get new flooring. Our friends over at Empire Today, of course, you got your copycats all over the place, but Empire Today can't beat on the quality, the service, the speed. They're going to hook you up. They promise the lowest prices because anyone who does that in flooring is your home. And uh, you want to put them in, of course, you want to put Empire Today in your house don't uh, don't go flat as far as what you're trying to do as far as the boring knockoff copycat flooring you know service places that they do that as far as like Empire today they take care of you they keep shopping the floors simple curated product selection their philosophy is to help you what you need and they're not going to overwhelm you with you know all this floor talk that you're not interested in right they're gonna they're gonna take care of you tell you what you need they're gonna get it installed in in a nice easy fashion that's going to make your place look great schedule a free home and estimate in-home estimate today all listeners can receive 350 dollars off discount when they use the promo code phnx restrictions apply see empiretoday.com slash phnx for details that's empiretoday.com slash phnx dylan richards dobbs versus jackson is a competitive disadvantage <laughs> laugh out loud yeah it's a little bit a little bit um Let's talk about where the Cardinals potentially could take advantage or not against uh, the Baltimore Ravens this weekend. Any key matchups that you're keeping in mind, Bo Brock? Because I'm going to tell you right now, yeah. the number one uh, matchup for me right now is this Cardinal defensive line against the offensive line slash the run game for Baltimore. Because I watch what, even with Aiden Hutchinson and company for Detroit, couldn't do last week. Lamar Jackson run wild, look very comfortable in the pocket. I, I think you're going to need an ascending player, in my opinion, Zayvon Collins, to continue to try to get better and have his success against Ronnie Stanley and company on that offensive line. And then I, I think you've got to get exotic with your with your blitz packages this week. You got to make him uncomfortable, as impossible as that sounds. And you got to force this this offense into a position where they're turning the ball over. I know a lot of people say, "Hey, smartass, they did that against Geno Smith last week, and they and they won the turnover battle three to nothing. They lost by ten points. You got to start somewhere." And I do think. Dobbs and his ability to score and score early in this game and give him confidence it would would be huge. So, but you got to have some turnover magic to make that happen. Yeah, and also uh, you know, where they're they've kind of fallen short defensively. Really uh, impressive group, right? And, and they've gotten a little bit better in the defensive secondary with Marlon Humphrey returning, and it, it's kind of made them play a little bit better against the pass, but it, it's just like Seattle. There's going to be opportunities, but you know, is, is Joshua Dobbs going to be able to take advantage of them? That's going to be uh, a the big, it's, it's the same thing. It's like, can they, can they buck some trends? Can they, can they make the plays that, that they need to uh, against this Raven teams that that's, that's playing really good football right now. Dylan, I'm sorry. I missed your joke. I didn't, I didn't see that. Um, what was his joke? Damon. I think uh, the the competitive disadvantage joke. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just I was busy watching Jose be a loser in the chat. Uh, oh, oh that, man, so. he, he he says I'm in my feelings about the situation with Kyler. No, I'm just trying to represent the people that are frustrated about this this team yeah. and how they've handled it. And I think again, we're all excited about when whenever Kyler Murray does come back, but. Again, this this week has been an emotional roller coaster for this fan base that I didn't think was was necessary. Uh, I didn't. I don't. I don't know. We can talk about. We can talk about it at a different time. When I see this, like San Francisco, Baltimore, like they're not in the same weight class. I think that Baltimore is one of those teams that's just like maybe a notch below. They're they're a playoff team, yeah. no doubt about yeah. it. And they're trying to answer the question: Are they a contender or not? 
but like they're a team that if if it, it's a mat, it feels like it's a matchup nightmare for this Cardinals defense. Um, and, and they're what you have to ask them to cover, and and that's like their their wide receivers outside of Zay Flowers have some question marks around them, but I think that they. It, it could just be a long day defensively against this this, this Ravens offense. Who who scared? What what strikes fear more into your heart? Like the defensive brand that they play, or the offensive style? The offensive style, even with yeah. how well the Cardinal defense played last week. This offense is like not showboating, but it's like when it starts, it doesn't stop. Like I feel like the games they're good offensively, where they start fast. Like you either have to catch them in the first quarter and they're off their game. And that kind of lasts like three or four quarters. Not that they can't adjust, but like go back to the Indianapolis game that they lost. Like you can catch them off early when they're, when they're off in their, in their mojo a little bit, but man, when they look like they did against Detroit, like you have to hang on for dear life because you're going to go overboard. And I, I Mark Andrews is, is a big time problem. He's burdened this franchise before, uh, you know, their wideouts are fine. Uh, Odell Beckham's kind of been a bust this year, but I mean, it feels like Lamar Jackson could beat you with only tight ends and how this offense wants to operate. Gus Edwards is, has been solid. But they lose J.K. Dobbins. They're in, they're in on Derrick Henry. I, I, think, I think this is a, probably the winner of the AFC North, probably a three seed or a two seed in the AFC at the end of the day. But they're not unbeatable. And I agree with you. Like They don't have a McCaffrey, but what they do have is a quarterback that if the Cardinals do not key in on him, he will destroy the Cardinals for f- like four or five total touchdowns. Like. The Cardinals could play above their weight class and be competitive for four quarters again, like we saw last week or against San Francisco, or they could have a mercy rule in the fourth quarter, given the talent disparity. <laughs> like it has nothing yeah. to do with against coaching, although Gannon needs to, you know, have a good game, quality game plan against, you know, what I think has been an upgrade all, uh, on their coaching staff offensively. And then of course, John Harbaugh's a fantastic coach, but I mean, th- this, this game could get out of hand quickly if the Cardinals aren't, aren't ready to go in the first half. If we get the kind of first half that we've gotten at home where they're leading at home, mm-hmm. like, of course, they're going to have a shot. They're going to have a shot to keep it competitive. But the the kind of style of play that Baltimore has, that they can, they can utilize, as you mentioned, is the antithesis of what the Cardinals can succeed at. I mean, I just, mean they're not set up for success. This is a Ravens team that lost to a Colts team, 22-19, in, a, in an ugly contest. And, and what the Colts were able to do to kind of keep them off their game offensively, you know, that's kind of what you're describing, right? You yeah. go in the locker room with a lead, kind of punch him in the mouth, slow him down offensively, try to turn Lamar Jackson into a passer and, and hopefully take away some of the things that they did nicely last week against the Lions in the passing attack, which is, it, it's all easier said than done. And I think you're catching the Ravens at a bad time. They've scored 24 and, and 38 re- points respectively uh, the last two weeks. If it, it, you know, I, I I don't doubt that they're not going to have a good defensive game plan. But you know what we've seen throughout the year is you know schematically they can it can be there, but the talent disparity between what the Ravens show on offense versus what the Cardinals don't show on defense, it, it's going to help that Jalen Thompson's back and Buda Baker's in the lineup for the second straight week for the first time all season. He's playing back to back games, which is going to be a yeah. big boost. Right. And, and Garrett Williams is going to be rock solid. Like. Maybe you can do a good job against Mark Andrews and like the, to cover these wide receivers to cover Odell Beckham after his injuries and at this stage in his career is not asking too much. You just got to do it and make sure that you know you don't get your you, uh, a backbreaking play made by Zay Flowers or 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 Lamar Jackson on the ground. Yeah, 
It's it's the most Herculean ask this thus far this season, even more so than San Francisco. Really? Because they, I think they were playing good football when they went into Santa Clara. They were playing much better I mean, offensively. It's I mean, it's it's like what I what I saw in the San Francisco game. How and, and I think I I've got Lamar kind of playing the role of Christian McCaffrey, right? Which is is yeah. odd. Like, but yeah. he but he also plays the role of Brock Purdy to where when the Cardinals the very few times that they were able to force San Francisco into a second, a third down, there Purdy was fine and Brandon Ayu down the field for a yeah. huge play. The difference, though, in going into that game, the Cardinals were at least competent offensively. They are a different team offensively right now because of the plateauing of Joshua Dobbs. Plus, like James Conner played against the San Francisco 49ers. Cardinals don't have James Conner right now, and then they also have Joshua Dobbs with sinking confidence every week. So I know that they've added some players on the back end of their defense. I think that's going to make make a big difference this week. But like you want to put it on the same level, that's fine. It's I, I the only reason that game was close is because Dobbs allowed the team to be competitive and the defense stepped up in the second half at times. Like this game could be a scenario in which Joshua Dobbs continues to regress. The defense probably overachieves for a couple quarters and then they run out of gas. I mean we've seen that all too many times. This is a I mean this is why everybody wants to see Kyler this weekend. They're not gonna the Cardinals cannot win and we saw it last week with this kind of offensive play. You win the turnover battle three to nothing and you lose by double digits. Like I've never yeah. seen that happen in the NFL. Right. <laughs> I and mean, they, and they allowed they're, two they're field goals plus, in the plus three on the season in the turnover department. It's crazy. Like, uh, come on guys. Enough's enough. And, and the Clayton tunes, not the answer, but that everything comes back to K one. Like we can't, it's going to be hard to decide unless, unless Joshua Dobbs comes out and just says, F it. I'm going to play, you know, worry free. I'm going to, I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to get back to, to, you know, trying to make plays for this team and I'm not going to run as much right. I'm going to I'm going to make some precision throws which he did against the Giants in Dallas. Unless that happens against a really good defense where I mean I I'm I, I want to be wrong about how uh, bad this this team has been in the red zone. They were spectacular like during that that three game stretch like yeah. Dobbs was money in the bank. He was accurate as far as throwing the football in close and we praised him for that. But then how bad they've been the last couple of weeks, how many short fields that, that they've been able to to work with and haven't been able to capitalize. And then in comes a defense that barely gives up any touchdowns. They've given up red zone touchdowns this season against the Baltimore Ravens. 23%. 23%. That's insane. Over 75% of offenses go in there come away with no touchdowns against this this Baltimore defense. That's insane. That's really, really effing good. Yeah. And you I think mean, like you're league. gonna buck that trend against the best red zone defense in the league? Well, and then there are people that to your point, well, then don't even play Kyler in this game. I think it's bigger than wins and losses when Kyler's playing. With Dobbs, it's like you lose you almost feel like and like this is an extreme take. You almost feel like why like it's kind of worthless to play Dobbs at this point because you're going to take an L anyway, and then you can't even evaluate everybody else. And then this this defense is so gutted of the kind of performances they put on the field last week. And then you turn around and it's like even if we like what do we have to do? Pitch a shutout, guys? You know, like what ha- what happens if this team can't hit double digits against Baltimore? And we're sitting here. It's like another week of kind of stewing through this sitting in this kind of sludge of, of having these conversations it's not not a fun place to be for for cardinal fans and for the personnel offensively like does dj humphreys have to play better yes does, does the run game have to become more consistent yes but i mean we're going to look back at this game if this, if this is indeed a joshua dobbs starting game 
And if he struggles again, it's going to be like, what, could we have pulled the ripcord a little bit sooner in an effort to get our quarterback ready for the second half of the season? I don't care who the who the opponent is. We've already talked about that. I think what the Cardinals need to get back to at least, at the very least, with with another week without Kyler Murray, is is playing entertaining football. They put points up on the board. They're competitive throughout. And if, if they don't come out with the, the win and, and it, they take another L, they had another competitive game where you saw some things from, like we just haven't been able to see some players that people are excited about, like a Michael Wilson or Hollywood Brown. Because of or Trey McBride. I talked to Trey McBride today. He's, he's pumped about his opportunity to be t- tight end one. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they have to be able to put together. You can't look like you have offensively. And, and I know that's, like I said, all the stats you pointed out about how, how great this defense is. I mean, they're top 10 against the rush. You're top 10. I mean, they're like top five against the rush. They're top five against the pass. Like, they're a nasty group. Well, they also play in a division with baby hands Kenny Pickett and P.J. <laughs> Walker and Joe Burrow, who's outside of the Cardinal game, been pretty ass this year. So it might be skewed. And then they, they I mean, got to play Gardner Minshew. They, they, got, the Stroud, they got C.J. Stroud before he found his stride week one. Right. Right. And, and right. they only gave up nine points to the Texans and they, they gave up 24 points to a bad Bengals off when they were re- reeling offensively. Um, and then, yeah, they did take advantage of some division foes that didn't have, weren't at full strength offensively in Cleveland and in the Steelers. And then they were in a tight matchup with the Titans and then they broke out. I think that there is a possibility like you, you, I, with with kind of recency bias, when you look at what they did to Detroit, where everybody was all in on the Lions and, and what they've done this season, and they just blow the doors off of them. I mean, that's just where the main source of concern comes in. We talked about it this offseason. The biggest detriment to this team, when you want to keep people engaged, and we sell hope on this podcast, we're, we're excited and hopeful for the future of this franchise and this team. You become unwatchable at the quarterback position you, you lose people, you lose supporters, you lose engagement, and you lose fans at the stadium. And they are teetering on that. He is one of the worst pocket passers, one of the worst throwers of the football through the air each of the last three weeks. And you're going to tell your fans directly or indirectly, you got to watch two more weeks of that. People will be checked out. Like, And, and we'll sit, come up here and we'll talk about it. We'll dissect it and we'll be critical. But like, you know, kudos to everybody in this chat that is trying to see this Kyler Murray thing through when they bring him back. But like, we're not going to sit up here and say like Joshua Dobbs is some world beater. Like they're a, they're a nine point underdog, nine and a half point underdog at home in large part because of who who's playing a quarterback this week. And I'm a big Joshua Dobbs supporter, but it is, it is naive to think if you're the Arizona Cardinals, that, that people are going to churn out for a product, five wins, one and seven, one and eight with a quarterback play that leaves it to be unwatchable. I mean, I saw people on Twitter, the minute that became doubtful this weekend, they said, I'm out this week. I was going to watch yeah. the game. I was going to go to the game. That's terrible. I want people to go to the game and support this team. We want you guys to support this team and feel good about where they're headed. But like, this is self-induced. Fair or not, this is self-induced. So it's 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 easy to see why people are emotional right now. You got crab cakes and football coming in. That's all Maryland cares about, according yeah. to wedding, wedding crashers. That's all they care about, crab cakes and football. People don't want to watch bad offensive football. No. You can it's, watch, it's, bad, it's you can watch a, shootouts. This day and age, it's it's about as, as tough as it gets. Like Even even look at the the, the the teams with good defenses but just can't can't score the rock. It's That's where fan bases, it's a huge, big maybe the biggest point of frustration across the league is when you can't play – solid consistent offensive football especially when that when the the orchestrator 
is not your future. Like you mm-hmm. got Kenny Pickett and you're struggling offensively, but we've invested a lot in this guy. We got to see it through. Even Zach Wilson now with the Jets, Dobbs is not going to be their starting quarterback next year. We assume. Like so, it's like why? Why do I consume this right now? Well, Tell me, that. Kyler Murray. We assume. Well, you've talked about it before. <laughs> what the alternative could be? Man, I hate being the Debbie down. I wanted to come on this show, man, be fired up. Like I'm fired up at about the PHNX merchandise locker. Go PHNX.com. If you didn't see the breakdown from Howard Balzer yesterday uh, with this mental gymnastics that the Arizona Cardinals are attempting to pull with this non-practice designation now turning into a designation with a knee for a player that was 100% healthy yesterday, Howard breaks it all down and more. Go PHNX.com, become a diehard. You get 20% off. The merchandise locker, all future events, plus you get a free hat and or shirt every single time you sign up for a year membership for the merchandise locker. Become a diehard. Come and scream about how frustrated you are with these birds right now in the exclusive member Discord. We've got content coming out, the yin-yang, and it all starts at gophnx.com, Bo. I want to wish Joshua Dobbs like a fun farewell. I want him to come out and play better football. You know, like I, I want his tenure as Cardinal starting quarterback to be remembered fondly. And he's got really two more cracks at it, right? I don't want to remember him like Max Hall or John Skelton and, and the guys that we think about when we're poking fun like of, of the, the history of how futile this position's been outside of Carson Palmer, Kurt Warner, Jake Plummer, and, and Kyler Murray. I want Josh. Remember, Joshua Dobbs came in and, and just held this offense way above water, helped them to compete early on, and then finish strong. And I know that's that's trying to get him the buck. Some serious trends going against him in this offense lately. But uh, the one thing that can remedy that, obviously, our friends over at OGs. When when you're when you're depressed about rebuilding team, why not just turn to your friends? Turn to a mixed bag of OGs brands gummies it's great what they have check out ogsbrands.com and also check out this great deal we've got for you teaming up with not only ogs brands but also zen leaf dispensaries you can find your local your their closest location at zenleafdispensaries.com you can order your favorite ogs gummy and you can order it online for pickup Use the discount code PHNX at check checkout. You can use this exclusive uh code for our PHNX listeners and you can pick it up through November 30th. This is going to get you 25% off all OG's products at your neighborhood Zen Leaf location. Zenleafdispensaries.com. So go to ogsbrands.com, look at all their full product line, then go to zenleafdispensaries.com, place your order, pick it up at Zen Leaf until November 30th. It's going to be elite. It is elite, just like all of our uh proud partners here at, at PHNX. I want to remind everybody uh our newest partner uh gila river we are going to be out there this weekend at the casino bow brock for pre halftime and post game show <laughs> bow's going to be at the uh state farm stadium for joshua dobbs banner start against the baltimore ravens but <laughs> we're going to be there gila river resorts and casinos this weekend uh myself damon dog and our guy Britton golden giving you complete coverage of the arizona cardinals matchup against baltimore i i what do you think in terms of uh, opposing fans this weekend at State Farm Stadium? You think there'll be a good amount of Ravens fans? Nah, I don't think so. I, it'll probably be similar to the Bengals game, right? It's it's not going to be overwhelming like the Cowboys game or the Giants game. Like Ravens have some good fans, but I don't know if they're 
I don't know if they're making the, the trip out here late October to watch the Ravens take on this this Kyler Murray less Cardinals team. I've got producer Damon Dog working on one more thing that I think it fully encompasses the frustration with this Kyler Murray situation, especially nationally. So I, I would ask everybody to sit tight. Uh, but in the meantime, Bo Brock, we had a banner uh, podcast last night, audio only, and we've got more content dropping over the course of the coming days. I just dropped a new Johnny on the spot. And of course, we've got our definitive draft show that dropped on Thursday. No better place than to check all of that out at GoPHNX, PHNX Sports here on uh, YouTube. You guys are, are fantastic. Hanshot first. I think more casual NFL fans show uh, since tickets are so cheap. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can get yourself in the door. You can watch uh, National Football League action for less than 10 bucks, right? Can't you get like $8 tickets, $10 tickets, $12 tickets? Game time has them for 10 bucks right now. Get you in the door um, by comparison. What is it? Is it Anthony? What is it? He wants to place a bet. What was that on? Who's that? Anthony was saying that in the chat. What's the, place? What's the bet he wants to place? I don't know. Maybe maybe it was just something I said. I can't remember. I can't remember. I said thirty seconds ago. As we try to fill time here. As yeah. What is this? Is this going to be worth it, or are we just going to make? Oh. oh man, it's probably not even <laughs> worth it now. Here we go. So this is from Ari on Twitter, my sports update. The Cardinals are listing Kyler Murray as doubtful for Sunday's game, despite being cleared from his knee injury. Looks like they'll play it safe for at least one more week. Uh, at least Andrew, Andrew Brandt. Brand. Translation to NFL teams, make us an offer. This is the kind of bullshit we got to put up with now. Don't you just love it? You're just really excited to be spoon-fed this kind of content for the next 10 days while we await him to come back? I'm really? sorry, 10, 10 to 15 days. Andrew Brandt? He's usually un- known as... What, what's Time's tough, game? man. That's brutal. 227,000... It goes to show you how we started this show. Like the fact that they, he had no injury designation. He's 100% healthy. He's ready to go. And the Cardinals are choosing not to play him this weekend. People are going to raise their eyebrows at it. People are going to, people are going to scoff at it. Hell, we scoffed at it over the last couple of hours. So he's, uh, nice he's kind of somebody that he's like, if you don't know who Andrew Brand is, he was a little bit more relevant like 10 years ago, kind of like business side NFL. I remember like anytime, a team would put out like a a new food item from their stadium. Like he had a token response. He'd always quote tweets like it comes with a free like quadruple bypass as well. And he would put that after <laughs> like this is the type of person you're dealing with. Like he's got one stock joke that I'll quote tweet over every like food item that an NFL team puts out or Major League Baseball team puts out. So uh, doesn't really think things out. Andrew Brandt. Not the most dialed in as far as NFL insiders go, as far as the future of Kyler Murray. Make us an offer. Make us an offer that you're going to be out at Gila River this weekend hanging with myself. What a Brent dumb Goldie. take that is. What a and dumb take that is. I Why told you, you had to, wait I had to get it on the show real quick. Hopefully there's more of that here in the coming days uh, ahead of Kyler Murray being doubtful. Uh, to take on the Baltimore Ravens. I want to like quote tweet him translation, delete your account. <laughs> Everybody be sure have a safe uh, and happy weekend. We got a Halloween coming up. We got Diamondbacks, World Series, Suns, and then yeah, major Florio John- vibes. Major Florio <laughs> A little vibes, Joshua Dobbs sure. start. 
come Sunday. Like this video. Let's get this to, to 200 likes. That would be fantastic. Can you? I'm, you, I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to end the show up. now. You keep talking <laughs> about know, it. It better be worth it. Was it worth trying it? trying to rip on Andrew Brandt and his terrible tweets. Can you imagine? It's like, yeah, it's a translation of other NFL teams. We want to see this through with Joshua Dobbs. We haven't made a decision yet. If, if this, like, what are we talking about, Andrew? Could you be so far, any further off than this? Like and subscribe. We'll see you <laughs> Sunday. Goodbye, everyone.